I hope you're all having an awesome day. My name is Jamie Nicholson, and you are listening to The Conjurive Podcast. Welcome to Conjurive, the podcast for teenage doers. We talk all about online marketing, building your personal brand, and growing on social media in an age experiencing explosive online growth. This podcast will show you the answers and help you take social media by storm. YouTube vlogs and just creating vlogs on YouTube, whether they're daily, whether they're weekly, or whether you just post two or three times a week, it seems like it's super easy. I mean, what could be so hard about it? Like, you film your day, say, oh, this is what I had for breakfast. Like, it seems super easy, but if you've ever tried to create a vlog or film a vlog, it's a lot harder than it looks. It's hard to make it turn out, like, the the art that you want it to turn out. And in this podcast, I'm going to show you guys, like, three three steps you can take it to create amazing YouTube vlogs and you know I'm 15 so I know it's a good vlog I'm not like most of the people on here giving YouTube advice that are like 40 years old and don't really you know they're not really in the know of what kind of content the teenagers like so I'm gonna be teaching you guys tips about this so if you're upload on YouTube or if you think about uploading on YouTube definitely stay tuned for this episode because it's, it's gonna be a good one but there's a time, I would say, in about December of 2017 that I definitely wholeheartedly believed that daily vlogs were going to be the future of YouTube. And what I mean by that is that all the big channels eventually will switch to daily vlogs. Because if you think about it, it's very sustainable because it's not like you have to come up with a new idea every single day. Like on my main channel, which is called Not Jamie. I have to come up with like a new a new topic every single week, which can get super hard and sometimes, you know, I won't even upload because I don't have a good video idea. But daily vlogs, like, you just film your life, you film the people around you. So it's a lot more sustainable, you don't always have to be, you know, kind of a, a stretch for ideas. It's also really good on the viewer's point of view because if you think about it, like, if any of you guys are subscribed to people that upload daily vlogs or even just upload any kind of daily video, whether you whether you notice it or not or whether you do it intentionally or not you're actually like building a habit like your nighttime routine like for me I used to watch Logan Paul before you know all this like kind of drama happened but I built it into my nighttime routine like I'll brush my teeth then I'll do you know some planks while watching his videos like it was a it was a habit like drilled into my daily nighttime schedule and if you can make your videos good enough to, to have people build them into your schedules, then it's just, it's a good plan. And I don't think you can really do that unless you upload daily. But the only downside, the main downside of daily vlogs is that they take a really long time to edit just because you have so many clips from throughout your day. I actually remember probably a year or more ago planning to, after I graduate high school, just post daily vlogs on YouTube because I thought I'd already have my audience built up after that and then I could just post daily vlogs my channel will grow even more like I had it all figured out but anyways in over New Year's of this year so 2017 was turning into 2018 I went to London with my marching band we actually marched in the New Year's Day parade because I played tuba but so the whole basically winter like month of December I was creating a vlog every single weekend I didn't upload most of them, or uploaded them on my second channel, which is not that good. It's called The Film Journey, but none of them are really good. But I wanted to get super good at vlogging because, you know, I was like, I'm going to this awesome city in, in England, 
and I want to make good vlogs for it. I didn't actually end up making a London vlog. I mainly just filmed a bunch of random clips. Not random clips, but I just filmed a bunch of clips of the city. And then at home, I did a voiceover of it. Because honestly, vlogging during school trip would have been... It just would have been weird. Alright. But I really wanted to practice my skills of daily vlogging. I did not know any of these three tips. Well, I knew one of them. But these three tips I'm going to get into in a couple of minutes here are just crazy. But the reason that I really like vlogging is because it's fun to look back on days. Like, I remember during the school year, this past school year, I, I actually go back to school on Monday. I only have two days left this summer. It's rough. But this whole past school year, I remember I look at the vlogs I made last summer. And I'll be like, dang, those were the good old days. I can't wait for summer again this year. And it, it was just a good time. But the one thing, I know I do not want my vlogs to be the kind of cinematic music-y style that Casey Neistat does and also now millions of other YouTubers do. Because I honestly don't really like that kind of vlog. The main reason people do that is, I guess, it, it makes the storytelling easier. And that's really why I didn't want to, because I wanted to challenge myself to be able to tell the story about my day without having the aid of that music and aid of that B-roll. I also really don't like that style of vlog, so I just feel like it wastes my time. Now I'm sure you guys are dying to get into these top three vlogging tips. These tips are actually huge. Like, if I had known them a year ago, my vlogs would be so much better today. But the first one is to capture moments. Don't just say what you're doing. This will help. It's kind of hard to understand, but once you actually can implement it and you, you know, you wrap your head around it, then it makes your vlogs a lot more entertaining to watch. It makes them flow a lot better. It makes them a lot more humorous. And... So what I mean by this is, let's say it's a very mundane task, like you are making a peanut butter and jelly sandwich for lunch. I don't think it can get any more boring than that. I mean, maybe just like sleeping. So let's just say you have a pet dog. I think dogs like peanut butter. But just, you could get a, you know, get a shot of your dog licking the peanut butter off your knife after you're done making the sandwich. And then just like grab your sandwich and just be like, oh, Buddy, you can't you can't eat my sandwich though, and then that's kind of a nice segue because it makes it kind of funny because you know everyone loves watching dogs, and just putting your dog in it it just makes it a lot more natural. Like this is not that was not a very good example. I just tried doing a random task, but let's say you're going out to lunch. You're at a restaurant with your family, and so this actually happens to me. But so I told my mom. I was like, Mom, you gotta order this one salad and you gotta order the twice fried potato. Like, it tasted so bomb. And so then I filmed it. I'm like, so I kind of had my camera concealed. Like, she didn't, it looked like I, she didn't know I was filming, but she actually did know. But I was like, Mom, what do you think of this, of your meal? And then she was like, oh, it's super delicious. It's awesome. And then I was, and then I'll pull the camera up. I'll be like, yeah, I'm the one that told her to get it. And obviously it's short, but... It gets to the point, it's kind of humorous because it's it shows your interactions with other people. And this also works a lot well. It works really well if you are filming with your friends, if you're out with your friends. A lot of times it's tricky filming with your friends because it's a lot. It's very loud and scattered and all over the place. But yeah, just capture moments. Don't just say what you're doing. The second vlogging tip I have for you guys, which is the easiest to implement, it's the easiest way to make your vlogs flow into one another, but that is to just continue topics from scene to scene. So let's say in one scene, let's say it's like 9 a.m. and you're talking about 
why cats are the best pets to own. So in this scene, you can just be like, oh, cats are the best because they just go in their litter box and you don't have to walk them ever. And then like the next scene you film, it could be like three hours later. It doesn't even matter. Like it could be super far away from where you film the other scene, but then you could be like, another reason I love cats is because they're super soft and they also don't bark really loudly like dogs do. And by doing this, and then after that, you could just segue into like, oh yeah, by the way, I'm here eating dinner. And after doing that, you could, like, it's just a really nice segue from one scene to the next, from one location to the next, from one activity you're doing to the next. And if you had just one topic throughout your whole vlog, it just makes it flow really well. And people, people want to say then to hear all you have to say on that topic. So tip number two, continue topics from scene to scene to help your vlogs flow a lot better. Tip number three, which is definitely the hardest one to master, the hardest one to implement into your vlogs. This is one that I'm still trying to learn how to implement, but it's basically the plot or the storyline of your vlog. I watched an amazing YouTube video on this by the YouTuber PsychIRL, so P-S-Y-C-H-I-R-L. She made a YouTube video called, like, The Rise of Bad Vloggers or something along that lines. And she she nails the, the plot chart of a vlog perfectly. Like, we've all learned about this in school, the, the plot pyramid with, you know, the, the exposition, the rising action, the climax, and, you know, the, the denimo and everything like that. But it's hard to learn how to implement that into your vlog because there's so many different parts of it, and it's hard to actually implement that into your real life. And so, basically, you just simplify it. So, the climax, for our purposes, is just going to be the title of the vlog. So, obviously, the title is usually the most dramatic thing that happens in your whole day so we'll just use example like the title will be like my I bought a new camera from Best Buy so if that's the title like people people watching it like if if you're interested in cameras you'll click on it but the exposition the first part of the plot chart it's just gonna be you talking about yourself letting the viewers know a little bit more about yourself I think one of the most effective ways you can do this is to let people know your age I don't know if this is just a me thing, but it's hard to tell on the internet, like, how old people are. And whenever I watch a YouTuber, I'm like, how old are they? And I'm, like, trying to figure it out. And then sometimes, like, one in every 15 videos, like, they'll mention their age. And I'm like, oh, that makes sense. And I kind of feel more connected to them. So in all my videos, I try to mention my age. Like, I, I just try to naturally segue into it, like, because I'm 15. You hear me say that a lot on this podcast, too, because I think people can connect with you a lot more if they know your age. Another good way to introduce yourself is to say your backstory. This is, if you've ever read like branding books or read or watched about branding or like just research it, I guess. They all talk about like what's your backstory. You got to let viewers know your backstory. So yeah, just let people know your age. Let them know a little bit about yourself. And then the rising action. This is just anything leading up to you buying that new camera from Best Buy. So even if I would just you know, making oatmeal for breakfast, like, I, I probably wouldn't film that, but that would include the rising action, even though it has nothing to do with the, with the title, like, buying a new camera, making oatmeal has nothing to do with that, but also, if you take your dog for a walk, if you drive to McDonald's for breakfast, like, all of that is included in the rising action, and even more related to the climax or the title, which is getting a new camera at Best Buy, 
Part of that would be walking into Best Buy, or maybe if you have a $20 Best Buy gift card and you lost it, that could actually be a pretty good, you know, subplot. Like, you'd be like, I just lost my Best Buy gift card. Where did it go? I need to get $20 off my new camera. And so you looking for that could be a whole bit different kind of subplot in the rising action. And then the climax, the title of the vlog, the, the big, the big action of the vlog, is you going into Best Buy and buying your new camera. And... Yeah, that's just, that's it. And then Denimo or Falling Action, depends if you're, if you're a fancy French person or not. But that's just, you know, everything you do after. So, like, maybe if you set up your new camera and do a little video test of it, that would be the Denimo. And then the, I don't even know what it's called, the opposite of exposition, like the resolution. That's it. Would just be telling people, you know, be sure to like and subscribe, smash that comment button. Um, oh, smash that like button, leave a comment, what camera you use, and everything like that. So that's the vlog storyline, exposition, rising action, climax, falling action, and resolution. If you can nail that, your vlogs will be ten times better than everyone else's that are just getting started vlogging, or even have been vlogging for months or years. I got a little bonus tip for you guys. Is is it okay if I over-deliver, if I, if I give you guys more information than you asked? But this bonus tip is that... And I actually got this from Jade Dharma Wangza. She is an amazing, you know, social media advice person. Like, I love her stuff. But she said the main reason, or maybe the only reason, but the main reason people watch you is because they want an aspect of your lifestyle. You can think about your favorite YouTuber, whether you realize it or not, you're watching them because you want an aspect of their, of your li of, of their lifestyle. So if you think about it, like, why do so many eight-year-olds watch Jake Paul? It's not because he has super funny content. It's not because, you know, his clown pranks are the best. It's because they look at his mansion, you know, his $7 million mansion. They look at his Lamborghinis and Ferraris and they're like, I want that lifestyle. Like, I want to be able to grow, post videos on the internet when I grow up and be able to afford this mansion and this car. That's why they watch Jake Paul is for the lifestyle, not because they want to see, like, what clown prank he does next. I mean, I'm sure it is for the clown prank, but a big, a big reason is because they want the lifestyle like i'm sure if you guys just think you're a famous youtuber like what part of your of the their lifestyle do you want that's you know kind of missing from from your life like like people watch david dobrik he's arguably the best vlogger on the platform but people watch him because they want his lifestyle of always being able to to run around with his friends and you know he just has like a he just has a super supportive friend group so if people like don't have friends in their life then they watch him and they they get the part of his lifestyle that they crave and they're missing from their life it's kind of deep but just think about it like what part of your lifestyle do people want and what part what part are they lacking from their own life so whether that could be you just you know going out on your bike ride and just making the most of your summer and not you know just sitting inside on your phone or I know like a lot of, I watch some running YouTubers and all the most successful ones are just super fast runners because people watch them because they wish that they were super fast runners and they crave being able to be a super fast runner. Like like Emma Abrahamson, she's like one of the top runner YouTubers and you know she has like a 450 mile time or something so people watch her because they're like, dang I want a 450 mile time. Like that's part of the lifestyle that I crave. This is kind of a long bonus tip but... Yeah, people watch you because you have some part of their lifestyle 
or you have some part of your lifestyle that they're missing out on and if you can if you can nail down what that piece of your lifestyle is that other people want then you're you'll be good to go like people will really want to watch your content and feel compelled to subscribe and those are the three top tips to creating awesome youtube vlogs I really enjoyed filming this podcast because it could, you know, cement these ideas in my mind. And even the lifestyle tip, I didn't even think of that one until while I was filming these three tips. But tip number one, capture moments. Don't say what you're doing. David Dobrik actually does an awesome job of this. If you really watch his vlogs, he doesn't, he, he doesn't like, say exactly what he's doing. But you can guess what he's doing because you can see something funny that his friends are doing that is related to that thing. It's kind of hard to explain, but just... Just watch one of his vlogs. They're only like 4 minutes and 20 seconds long. He's he's one of the best vloggers on the site. Number two is to continue topics from scene to scene. Number three is the vlog storyline, exposition, rising action, climax, falling action, resolution. And number four is people want people watch you because you have part of their lifestyle that they want. So I hope you guys enjoyed this. Good luck creating vlogs on YouTube. Let me know what your channel name is called, like, just go on my YouTube channel, and not Jamie, just, like, comment, like, I, I listen to your podcast, check out my channel, like, I'll watch some of you guys' videos, some of your vlogs, and if you follow these three tips, you will just, you'll make awesome vlogs, and, uh, thank you for listening, and I'll see you in the next podcast.